Extra Points is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There is no better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. It has great odds and markets for the NBA, NHL, Major League Baseball, and so much more. Awesome new and existing user promotions. It's America's number one sportsbook. Why, you ask? Because it's easy to use. Because it's safe and secure. And you get your winnings fast now. Winnings are delivered in as quick as two hours, and it's fun to combine multiple bets from the same game into a same-game parlay. Discover the most popular same-game parlays each day right when you log in. If you're new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now. Sign up with promo code EXTRAPOINTS so they know I sent you. Let's start this show. Welcome to Extra Points. Now here's your host, Cousin Sal, and his good, good pals, Dave Damashek and Martin Weiss. All right, welcome to the Extra Points Podcast, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you on a Monday morning. Spaghetti and meatballs fiddling with the knobs. We have Scott the Grizz Holmes producing this mess and joining me as always, my dear, dear pals, Martin Weiss and the birthday boy, Dave Damashek. Check. Let's recap that birthday weekend. Wow. Where are you now? You're in Arrowhead? I'm in Lake Arrowhead. It's morning time, and I'm drunker than Connor McDavid and Ruli Giuliani combined. Is that true? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, all the kids, bath. Wow. So we're tripping the light fantastic. Out. Martin, does he? I'm looking. Do you, do you have a shiner, Dave? You have a, 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 something under your left eye? What is that? You got a little well, light. Light. What is that? A yeah. slight discoloration there, I see. Well, uh, so as when yeah. I, just before my first birthday, I don't remember this, but I've been told <laughs> by uh, by witnesses on on hand at the time, I fell off my tricycle and gave myself a shiner. So to honor that, uh, oh, that good. Uh, legacy, I uh, started my birthday morning by opening the car door into my face. What? I mean, it's nice. It's not going well. It's not going well. The the the, the returns get leaner with each passing year. So Why did you do? Say. Why? Why? Oh, go ahead, Martin. You, you, you. I was about to say. I'm pretty sure I saw Rudy Giuliani doing that about two weeks ago. So yeah, yeah. you're you're right on track. Yeah. I don't know. Well, well I renamed I renamed my car door Truba. <laughs> we'll get to Eddie Spaghetti and Truba and his plans. By the way, Spaghetti, I know your Rangers are out. Maybe Truba, maybe Truba goes to kill Putin now. Maybe he uses his powers, uh, okay. his filthy powers for good. Are you okay with that, Spaghetti? Uh, sure. Yeah, he can take my spot. <laughs> I have no, no interest. Oh, that's in right. Yeah, it was supposed to be you, but you're down in the dumps about the loss, even more so probably than Truba. So anyway, it was. Uh, it was Sheck's birthday this weekend. Uh, it jumped out at me, and Sheck, I know this is not news to you, but um, June 11th, 1970, your exact birth date was the day that... 1970? The exact date that Billy Batts was murdered. Billy Batts from Goodfellas. Actual, actual Billy Batts was William Benvena. And for Goodfellas, you know, at the beginning of that scene, which I, I believe is one of the top three, we could talk about that scenes in Goodfellas, um, when uh, Billy Batts is killed, um, that is your birth date. That's pretty great. They didn't make that up either. That's a real date that he was killed. Well, I, I, I do love the idea of um, the who has the best, who shares the birthday with the best group of celebrities and beyond. And mine's pretty hard to beat. Vince Lombardi, mm -hmm. Joe Montana, uh, Jacques Cousteau, mm -hmm. um, Shia LaBeouf, Kodak Black. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna pretty, pretty. How many Kodak person. Black names? How many Kodak Black songs do you know, Dave? He knows all of them. Dr. Matter of fact, use your noodle. Sal versus Dave. Kodak Black songs, uh, uh, and it's over. <laughs> that's it. Sadly, that's the end. That was for, the quickest game. That was a very quick game. 
Uh, but like we were talking about, though, Sal, just before we got going, Philip Baker Hall passed away at 90, yeah, yeah. and he's one of those character actors that everybody knows. If the name doesn't stand out to you, you certainly would if you look up right. his picture here. He's He was in Amelia. He always played the grizzled, like, P.I. or whatever he was in. Okay, uh, but I want to fucking talk about Billy Bats and how it pertains to Oh, I'm to sorry. I'm sorry. I'm derailing it. I <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I think when birthdays make changed. you feel... Birthdays make you feel your mortality. I want to say here and now, don't show a picture of me when I die at this old age or gotcha. even older. If I should uh, be lucky enough to live another year or 10, shame the devil. Right. Yeah, get me when I was a handsome devil at 19. Thank All right, you. We'll do and that. You're welcome. Billy Bats probably said the same thing. Get me before June 11th. I'm trying to get back on the Billy Bats. I'm, I'm sorry, sorry. But I'm no, sorry. no. Go it's a, But here's the thing. That was, um, do you know how real that story is? With the, I, I looked no. it up. Well, apparently, so it goes down, Billy Bats, he runs into Tommy, and Billy Bats had just got out of prison, which is weird because there seems to be a party for him. There's like streamers and balloons in the background, but there's only like three people there. This is his I've gotten out of jail uh, party, right? And, uh, and there, so I don't know if we're catching the party at the tail beginning and then the tail end when he's murdered, but it is weird. Some Twitter uh, follower pointed that out. I was like, yeah, that's right. Why are there only two people other than Billy Bats at his party? But anyway, we know Tommy played by Joe Pesci, he uh, approaches him, he says, uh, the, uh, the famous line, what is it? Go get your shine box. And the that's when all hell box. breaks loose. That's right. But in real life, that happened two weeks before they actually got to Billy Bats. Two weeks prior to June 11th, it was at a cl another club or another bar, whatever it is. And then June 11th, they came back and whacked him. Pretty good stuff. I, I assume that it was at the end of the night because now I haven't watched Goodfellas in a few months, but I thought yeah. walking into that <laughs> scene, That's the how chairs were on the tables. That's at the end, right? But at the beginning, he's only in the corner with a couple guys, and it's his part. It's still his party, right? So yeah, it was for sure the end of the night uh, when when they got him. But anyway, it's not consistent with the real story. Top three scenes, Shaq from Goodfellas. I think that one. Uh, you make oh, me yeah. laugh. One of my a clown and the kitchen scene with. Uh, Scorsese's mother, Scor right? Yeah, really? I was gonna say, yeah, that's that's my number one. Sitting around showing the picture, uh, yeah. show, showing her her new paintings. But yeah, like I don't know if you heard, I don't, I don't know if you heard, I'm not shining shoes anymore. Right. Like uh, I'm just what's the matter? I'm just busting your balls a little bit. I'm just what I really it, it, it's um yeah that would be that's I think that's the number one. Isn't it? Or maybe like, good for you, Spider. Oh, that's great, too. Shit. I don't know. But Martin, what are we forgetting? I, I, I went through say, it quickly. I, just, I have yeah. a different list. I have a different list Let's in general. Hear. Like, I think that my favorite scene from Goodfellas is is the one where he um he pulls back into his mom's house after he's getting he's got the guy in the trunk. He's got right. the, yeah, that's uh, what I said. The kitchen scene. Yeah. Okay, yeah I, wasn't the, sure, the I wasn't yeah. sure if you were talking about that or if you were talking about the one where he was because my second favorite one is when she hangs up the phone in the kitchen. She's like, like that whole, like the, at the end when he's oh. like, I told her not to hang up the phone in the kitchen. And what? Oh, right, 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 right. She oh, hangs gotcha, up gotcha. the phone in the kitchen. I got to tell you, I, did, I didn't love all that whole 20 minutes with the helicopters following. That was. Um, Boy, that, that's that, my fuck, opinion, too. It? I don't know why. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why either. I, I think because everyone was was off their game. You talk about out of their prime. That's kind of when everyone was just basically hanging on at the end, right? Uh, well, but, but I think by the favorite, way, too, my number one all time is when he's in the shower and he hears how much money oh, yeah. stolen. He's like, yeah, yeah. Jimmy, you son of a bitch, we did it! Well, that's great. Yeah, there's great snippets. Like, I'll say the walk through the Copacabana is terrific, but I don't know that I would count that as a full scene. I think, like, gotcha. the ones we, we listed, I don't know. Uh, it's, it's also goddamn good. And for Martin to say I haven't seen it in months, like, it's pretty 
it's pretty telling right there, right? This is basically, this is an old movie now that you have to catch every few months. <laughs> well, Sal, you know, I just yeah. recently had the, uh, the new addition into the life, brought a girlfriend into the house. That's if right. If she doesn't like this movie, that's a red flag. We got to right, get her yeah, out of yeah. here. If, and that's the case. Good thing she passed with flying colors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A few fun little things about that. Keeper. I think it's old news. One is, you know that, uh, Marty, you know that's Scorsese's mother. The guy playing Tommy's mother is, in right. fact, Scorsese's real mother. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You knew that. Okay, one. Two, June 11th, Henry Hill's birthday as well. Maybe oh, that's interesting. what those balloons and streamers were for. That's his actual birthday. Henry And Hill. it is interesting. Did they whack him on his birthday, and did he consider that a celebration of sorts? Oh, um, wow. And then lastly, we just had John Hamm on a couple of weeks ago, and I've pointed out before the guy who's uh, the, the from uh, The Wire and Beyond, the guy, she in 25th oh, yeah, Hour. Yeah. The yeah. guy in the uh, interrogation room. is the actor's name. Yes. Right. Right. Yep. When he sweats, um, well, I need help now. Who's the guy? Ed Norton. When he sweats Ed Norton in 25th hour in there. And, and the first half of that scene, you feel like, I would never be able to summon the guts to look at coppers or FBI agents mm. or whatever those guys are and, like, shoot my mouth off and be like, I don't care what you do to me. And you feel like, oh, Ed Norton's getting over on these guys. And then Isaiah Whitlock comes back at him and you realize, like, I would just start crying if any, if a, if a copper or someone with a badge came at me like that. That John Hamm sweating the guy or sweating um, uh, Ryan Reynolds' wife in um, in the town is the other good. But the guy who sweats Henry and uh, and what's her name at the end? That guy. <laughs> how hard real- did the, how hard did the door hit you on Karen? The way? Uh, uh, I know a car door. <laughs> Karen and he- Karen and Henry. Yeah, yeah, the guy's like, I don't really care about you, Karen. Real if, FBI. If, if, if it makes Henry a better yeah. witness, then great. Don't give me the that guy is a real Fed. That guy awesome. was a real Fed. That did is, you that know was that the guy that caught him? I knew that he really yeah. caught him. Yeah, I didn't yeah, know that until pretty recently. I love McDonald. He also was heavily involved in the McDonald's monopoly scheme. When they caught them, right, when they caught those right. people who were scamming. I watched that. I watched that documentary. Uh, and then I, Sal to put yeah. the birthday conversation in a pen. Go me ahead. and Robert De Niro share a birthday. Is that August right? Seventeenth. Oh, there you go. Two of the greats, right there. Marty Weiss and Bobby D. Uh, so there you go. June uh, June tenth, June eleventh, nineteen seventy. Yeah, I don't know. This was all what I say. This was Henry Hill's account of the whole thing. Where yeah, no, we came back two weeks to. To, to kill him, <laughs> to whack him. But, so, and that guy doesn't lie about anything. He really doesn't. No, of course not. <laughs> By the way, what, one more thing, and Ray Liotta passed a couple weeks back. The one, the one thing, and I don't even know that this was a Henry Hill subtlety or whatever. The, thing, the great, one of the, the nuances of him playing Henry Hill and that is his, his laugh. I mean, we love the laugh. It might be one of the great laughs up against the Joker, great movie laughs of all time. But the laugh when something bad is happening and he kind of wants it to end like he's <laughs> come on come on Tommy come on yeah so like when Robert De Niro was putting the um, telephone wire around Maury's neck and uh and Henry Hill Ray Liotta's like <laughs> look at this it's it's kind of a weird east coast thing and I don't even know that it's a Henry Hill thing but it was a great great oh man I love it poor Ray Liotta it oh, reminds man. me so I I don't know why I don't know if this will be taken as a compliment or an insult it is what it is for whatever reason, Sal, I when I see the Goodfellas and that very sort of like what I consider to be quintessentially New Yorker kind of yeah. people, for whatever reason, it 
it brings you to mind because I think you Man. do that voice so much. I think it's because I've 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 heard you do the Mad really? Dog so many times oh, yeah, and yeah. quote Goodfellas and otherwise. There's Mad something Dog. That I, I don't know what that uh, that accent is. That, that's from a different planet. I'm not even sure what <laughs> if that's New York or whatever. But yeah, uh, Mark, uh, what are you going to say? I, I promise we'll get to sports at some point. This is my fault. <laughs> well, I was just about to, in my college in my uh, college my master's thesis. Sal, yeah. you're quoted in there mm, as what? a gambling expert. Also, oh my God. Henry Hill, that whole story, I find it fascinating. I feel like it's the most untold story of Goodfellas, but the way they all got caught, you got to go watch the Boston College 30 for 30. Right. That's how they all got caught. That's, That's how they all too. went down. And I feel like nobody really truly knows it because of the, the 20 minutes at the end. But right. like, it was all about point shaving and, and gambling. Right, exactly. It was great. I yeah. still don't understand how point shaving works. I mean, you so you have one guy, but like you're gonna win, but you're not gonna win by that much. Like how much that pays off? How many times that it's like, yeah, we're all in on this, but well, the the way the game flowed, I just couldn't uh, fumble enough possessions to to get us in the middle there. I, it seems I think, weird. Yeah, I think Martin. I, now I, I I did watch it. I can't remember. Uh, College basketball is the way to go. These kids aren't making money or weren't back then, exactly. right? You don't, you're not going to get to the pros. You got to get to not just the center, not just the high score, the top scorer, but probably two other players on the team. Uh, turnovers, missed free throws, easy. Well, you know, according to happen. Henry Hill, you got to yeah. get the point guard and the best player. If they're not, if they're not in, you're right. done. Yep. Right. And then you got to try to get them as favorites to win by a, a less amount, right? So like you right. want the favorites to not cover. But because underdogs, they just it's it's too hard. But if yeah, if you're a ten point yeah. favorite and you're losing the game, uh, it's gonna set up a red flag. Yeah, it was easier to do in the seventies than it would be uh, to pull off right now, and they still got busted, right? Oh, hey, I don't know. You got you got uh, guys waving off Struce, stepping out of bounds. You got mm. you know, who knows what's going on. Jason Tatum shooting twenty nine percent from two, missing layups. <laughs> yeah. I, I I don't know. Yeah, get the referees on it too, and you're in, you're in good shape. All right, uh, I don't know. One series that might be fixed or or sport could be the NBA playoffs. Game four, one hundred seven ninety seven. The Warriors win. I win again. I got super lucky, uh, Martin, in my Sal special, which is taking minus nine and a half and getting plus odds on both sides. Had minus nine and a half with the Warriors. I think they went on a 7-0 run in the last, like, 65 seconds. And I needed Curry to miss the the, the back end of a <laughs> the two-shot free throws. And, and then they needed to foul Boston and then not shoot. There's a lot I needed to uh, How about Jalen Brown kicking the ball out of bounds on a right. wide-open back cup with 48 seconds left? Oh, my I God. <laughs> Amazing, amazing. Anyway, that continues to win the Warriors now. It's tied 2-2, minus 150. They didn't play this weekend, Shaq. Why? I don't know. Maybe to honor your your birthday, just like, Shaq, go have fun. We'll resume this on Monday. Uh, disgusting, I think. I, I don't understand. And then just to play Monday? Stupid. Warriors minus yeah, 150 to win the series. Well, so. What was going through my head when the Celtics had the lead in the fourth quarter was there must be a lot of New England-based sports fans who are wringing their hands thinking, like, we definitely want to win this game. Obviously, uh, it'll be a magical night in mm -hmm. Boston if we get over in game four, go to Golden State at 3-1. But now we have to celebrate and stay up past midnight Watching the game, we're going to have to stay up super duper late watching a, a, a West Coast game, right. watching this all go down. And if we win, like it's a Monday night celebration, it's not going to be very festive. I oh, was thinking I about that. Oh, hey, good news off the hook because you didn't win the game on uh, 
on uh, on Friday. So so no worries. It might have to be a Father's Day. Well, I guess they can win the next two. So there's a a lot going on. But as I said, Curry minus 150. Actually, Warriors minus 150 to win the series. Curry minus 150 to win MVP. I don't see any value in that, Martin. uh, But also, um, he's winning the MVP if the Warriors win it. There's no question about it, right? Yeah, it's just the value in that a winning bet is the best bet to bet, to make, right? That that's where the true sure. value. Like, you, if, sure, you lay on a minus thousand if you know it's going to hit. This is mm-hmm. the way it's going to go. If Steph Curry, there's there's conversation, and I because we know at this point the NBA and the voting is it's 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 it, it can be happenstance and be random and pretty weird sometimes. Mm-hmm. But like, I saw enough tweets over the weekend that I'm if this thing goes seven and Boston wins, Steph Curry is going to get a Finals MVP vote. He's going to get at least one. He'll get the a The question vote. is how many yeah. will he get? And they're gonna and it's gonna piss me off even more because it's gonna be the one time that they decide to really pay attention to the guy on the losing finals team outside of when they should have did it with LeBron and Jerry West from the first finals ever. And it's gonna cost me two different Jalen Brown MVP tickets at plus a thousand <laughs> and plus seven fifty. And if it does, I swear to God, Sal, I, I he could be the best player on the winning team twice and you won't get it. Right. I, yes. I, I saw that too. Magic Johnson front and center says, uh, no matter what the result of this series, Steph Curry should win MVP. I was like, all right, we're four games in. Maybe something else could happen. Maybe Jason nope. Tatum was right there with him. No, nope. no, nope. yeah. nope. that's not how it's going to go. They're just going to forfeit the rest of the way. And whoever gets more forfeit victories yeah. will be. What, what are you watching? talking about? What, what, I saw magic. I see other people talking about that. Are people this incapable of projecting ahead by a, by a game or three? What are we? Jive is this? Yes, Steph. It, it is worth taking a moment, even though we're a few days separated. Yeah, that's the best. This is what we talk about. Underdogs are cute and fun and great stories. This mm-hmm. is the best. Steph Curry, one of the icons in pro basketball in the history of people, in that spot doing that. Quite a thing. I mean, those and and it's funny because we're a little bit um, he he's a little bit of a victim of his own success. We don't celebrate the fact, man, oh, man, he's drifting to the left and making those threes. He's making 28, 29, 30 point, 30, 30 foot three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy that he I mean, we, we just accept that that's where he shoots from a lot of the time. There should be extra points for that on some level. It's, it's why. And in fact, he was getting extra points because he was getting fouled on some of those as well. And then that sets up in the fourth quarter, like we talked about on minus three. Kevin Hench pointed at it and he's absolutely right. So you can't call him a Celtics homer because he's celebrating Steph. But, you know. Because Steph is so lethal from any distance, it sets up the it spreads the floor and it sets up that penetration, which he does not get enough right. um, enough praise for doing. He's he's dynamite when he gets in the lane. How clever he is using the glass and otherwise. But an all time performance there. Another big winner before we move forward. Even if the rest are L's, uh, you, you know, you mentioned it, Sal. Really, we haven't done a good job of celebrating. Um, your Sal special. Oh, thank I, you. I, you're, yeah, the yeah. both sides. I of got it. super we, we lucky. To, I'm not. I'm not going to. The lie. CNN special. Lucky. We should call it the CNN special. The Sal. The Sal NN special or something. <laughs> because because you you really know how to both sides this one man, <laughs> and it keeps on sides. paying off. A, a message for society, perhaps. Well, here's the thing. Uh, I, you know, I I just wish. Uh, first of all, these games, like even the close ones, are runaways, right? Like uh, that was right. a good game. We finally had a good game, Martin, and it ended up being a ten point difference, but. Um, 
look, I, I don't know what to say. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna switch on it, right? This is like uh, Mike Trout, like deciding to bat lefty. I'm, I'm gonna keep going with this trend. Uh, the team that wins is 72-0-2 in the NBA Finals when the spread is six or less. So don't take the Warriors plus four last game. Don't 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 take plus anything, anything plus four. Uh, of the 74 teams, 42 were favored and covered. 29 were a dog that pulled the upset, and three were a pick em. So, yeah, it's spectacular. And so is Steph Curry, 43 points, seven threes. And check, we talked about... I think the last time we were on Thursday, we're like, oh, man, well, if he doesn't play, if his ankle's bad or whatever, right? There was talk about him. Uh, we, we knew he was going to play, but it's like yeah, I never guys like but guys like Butler and Curry, they have their best games, Martin, after they're designated to be iffy for the game. It's it's really incredible. You would think to yeah, take I, their unders, but but they actually step it up and play, um, you know, unworldly. I don't know if maybe like the def- the defense maybe takes like subconsciously takes a step back thinking maybe. that he you know might be a little nicked, but I just I just can't let that this go by because yes it was an all time great MVP uh, MVP Finals level performance to out of Steph going I mean fifty percent from three forty three points Dave just talked all about it and all the space that he was creating right and thank God he was creating that space because they're playing four on five on offense and. The Warriors won that game on Friday, and you know, talk about uh, Dave. You talk about Celtics fans didn't get a chance to celebrate through the weekend. The luckiest person, the third winner, was Draymond Green because had that game been on a Thursday and a twenty-four hour media cycle on Friday coming out. Oh, interesting! And, and, oh yeah. my goodness, great! The idea that the idea that the Skips and the Shannons and the, and, and, and the Stephen A. Smiths of the world were not on TV on Saturday morning saved Draymond Green a whole hell of a lot of trouble because the podcaster got benched. And, and, <laughs> and to his credit, came back and made a good play. He got a good assist uh, uh, in the fourth quarter to Looney. But right. that was the key of why the Warriors went on the stretch. Why they they benched and went on an eight zero run. And it's just like it's I do like think the pissed. the podcast thing would be they a, big, a bigger story. I certainly think Colin Coward would lead with it if if he wasn't paying Draymond Green to do the podcast. It is interesting. I do look at Draymond. I was looking at Rodman's stats, his playoff stats. He had like 169 playoff games or something. Um, are they the same player at this point? I, I I know Draymond averages more assists, but Rodman averages like nine points a game, um, which is a lot better it's than that, Draymond's doing that, right now. Just a few years ago. I mean, I've been watching Draymond Green play basketball since I was 16 years old. And it was not until very recently, like two, three, four years, he just refuses to shoot the ball. Like that, not in high school, not in college. He scored 35 points in a playoff game, not in in, in like, what, 2015, 2016? Sure. Bizarre, right. No, I'm comparing him to, uh, like, uh, right, white, what? Dennis Rodman, what we remember him as. Like, this is right. You're right. Five years ago, Draymond Green, a different player. And uh, just well, I feel off. like, yeah, yeah, this has been a massive cliff, right? I mean, mm-hmm. that, that he has fallen off of. And I don't think, correct me if I'm wrong, I, I, I don't think this is like he's in his own head. He's pretty resilient emotionally and, and all that kind of stuff. I like it's just like he has lost his skills largely. You know, he's not a, he's not a plus defender so at this weird. point. He's, yeah. He's getting whipped. He's getting whipped in, in in ISO situations a lot of the time. Not every time. I mean, it's not like he's uh, he's garbage and he's def- he's defending high end. The mm-hmm. you know the high end Celts. So everybody's going to get whipped a little bit there. But man, his inability to finish from 
you know, 15 feet in on the offensive uh, on the offensive it, end. On the and, basketball and Marty, court, right? They're spreading the, to finish on the court in general. <laughs> sure, you, you sure. But okay, when he has that wonky three and they're not dropping, that's one thing. But in there, when he's getting offensive rebounds and he and he can't uh, finish up around the around the rim, it's very strange. And uh, I would be sad, except that he's made himself such a villain that it's, I, I it's yeah. kind of funny. I, I wonder if this is just reactionary by us. Maybe now that I look at his stats. By the way, Martin, what do you think his over-under is for points tonight? Six and a half? That's point five. Point five. No, 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 no. It's, I'm going to guess because I bet because I included it on a parlay. Yeah. Uh, an optimistic parlay of, of three guys going over um, their point totals. I bet you it's because I think it was t- nine and a half last time. I think it was, I'll say it's uh, seven and a half. That's now. exactly, that's what it is, seven and a half. So he had two, two, nine, and four. So it might be a Celtics thing because against the Mavs, he had 17, 10, 10, 6. Against the, another 10, Grizzlies, he had a 14-point game. Um, and and he had tw- in game one, he had 12 shots against the Celtics. Games two and three, he had three and four shots. To, to Martin's point, he doesn't want to shoot. I, I don't know. I don't know what we take from this other than um, under seven and a half is probably the way to go for Draymond Green. I'm, I'm taking five. from it that I think that this is probably, and I know that it's it's funny that you know we talk about the podcast and all this and all that. I don't really have the. I don't have a problem with him doing it. It takes him like what an hour and a half out of yeah. his day. Like uh, he would be doing something else if he wasn't doing that, right? I so think people have a problem with when he's recording it right after the game. So, like, if you were re- if you were recording it during halftime, you'd be like, "What the fuck is going on?" That's not yeah. right, right. So the timing has something to do with it. It's not that bad, but the fact that that's his first first priority is a little weird. Well, but. I just don't think that. I mean, I mean, what DeAndre Ayton was talking about? He goes home after games and plays video games until four o'clock in the morning. And that I respect. Just, I respect but that. But you know what I'm We don't see it. It doesn't come delivered to our phones, so we don't discuss it, right? So Yeah. But when you're doing something so public like this, you have to, like, I think that he is in his head a little bit, mm-hmm. but I, I think that something that's been underreported, his mom going on Twitter and calling him out and talking, like, I really expect him to be better throughout the rest of the series because right. it's, hit, it's hit rock bottom. Like, how much worse can he get? Yeah, well, he can get kicked out, I guess. Right, so <laughs> exactly. Let me not say I was worse than because he, I don't know, he might yeah. actually start a literal NBA fight. We haven't seen one of those since the Miles at the Palace. Yep. But, but I, if he just sticks to basketball, I don't see how much worse he can get. And I think it bodes actually, in a weird way, kind of well for the Warriors hmm. because good point. Steph has had to be supernova for them to win. Draymond gives him just a little bit more. I think they'll be okay. Okay. That's a, that's a good point. Uh, but before uh, we go on to game five, stat, I do want to read this is from StatMuse, and I'm not sure what the sample size is here, so that this could blow it out of the water. But shooting efficiency on tightly contested shots, again, a little ambiguous, versus Celtics defense, KD 43%, uh, Giannis 47%, Butler 51%, Steph 85.6%. Tightly con- I don't remember a ton of tightly contested shots, but that uh, – to your point, Shaq, just that he's able to do it all is uh, incredible. I, you know, I, obviously, yeah. I think most people, unless people are trying to be cute about stuff, and that's where these conversations about like he's he's on the losing side, but you got to get the MVP. So uh, in the same way, people try to be clever mm-hmm. um, about uh, uh, about these conversations of of where Steph ranks. I I love this stuff. I think this is. If he shoots them to a title here, mm-hmm. given what we can, what we've now seen, clearly, if you've watched the four games, you see 
that the that there is greater talent despite what we were told going into this series they're just gonna the the dubs will just overwhelm them offensively too many too many Mm -hmm. options at the offensive end for the Celts to hang with in fact it's pretty clear that the Celts are the more talented deeper roster more versatile roster at least in my opinion it is if Steph somehow pulls this off and shoots that team to a championship I mean how you know he jumps KD and then you're getting into a different conversation. Top 10 all-time NBA is one thing. Where When are we getting into, like, top half dozen or so? It really is. It's getting uh, close. It's getting close. He's got to do it. But, he's, I mean, he's obviously yeah. got to complete the feat here and, and get it done. But the well, other why don't we simplify it that at the, great, the greatest shooter of all time should maybe just by default be in the top half dozen players. Right. I agree. When, when the when, right when the when the premise of the sport is to put the ball through the circle, like yeah. the guy who does it best from a distance should be. But it, it like the rest of his game is diminished because sure. that's what he is. He's you know, people talk about him like he isn't a penetrator when he wants to be. Um, I, I quickly on the the Draymond podcast thing. I think and Sal, I, I I'm sure you know this. I think a lot of diehard sports fans would be devastated if they mm-hmm. could see the 90 minutes to two hours that professional athletes spend after big, I'm not talking about a loss early in the season. I'm talking about in the playoffs. If you saw the way guys behave themselves, like they're drunk, they're drunk an hour later and dancing and everything else like that. And you know, Gronk is probably the most noteworthy of those after they lost the Super Bowl. I guess it was when he was Mm -hmm. dancing on that table and everything. Gronk took a lot of slings and arrows. That's sure. a lot of guys. That's most guys in the league. And by the way, coaches have forever gone on radio shows right after games. They sit there and talk about the game, win and lose. It's, the, the difference is it's not the uh, it's not the corporate radio entity. It's Draymond doing his own thing. So well, what's the, the thing difference? that I, I'm just comparing it to myself. Do you think Draymond makes an outline for himself? Like FanDuel, read here, break. <laughs> Here we're gonna discuss uh, Martin's play of the day. I yeah. don't know. I don't know See, how much that's he's, what I was preparing. That's for. what I brought up last week. I was talking <laughs> about. I think I, I would never compare myself to Draymond as a basketball player. As much as I just killed him, well, Steve maybe Kerr would can. definitely be you, better you, off having him on the court than me. You but can maybe the, soon. When it comes to podcasting, he kind of rambles. It's kind of all over the place. Doesn't really seem like he's got coherent thoughts. He feels like right. he could use a rundown. That's all I got to say about the situation. I don't right. know. Maybe he needs some. Maybe he needs some more reps in that in, yeah. that, in that regard. So let, let's get to game five. Warriors minus four, 211 is the over-under. So they'll play tonight. They'll play Thursday, game six, back in Boston. And if need be, on Father's Day, Sunday, game seven. I'm not switching with this nine and a half stuff. Officially, I'll take the Warriors laying the points. But 10 of the last 13 Celtics games, 10 of the last 11 Warriors games have all been decided by 10 points or more. Even the tight ones end up blowouts. I ain't switching it up. I'm taking both sides minus nine and a half. Um, you get plus 188 for the Warriors, and I think you get plus 460 for um, the Celtics if uh, they're a double-digit wins. Shaq, what's your pick? I'm taking the Celtics. Uh, we, you know, I celebrate what Steph did. It's another matter if he can keep doing that. And if mm-hmm. he does, then we will have a conversation upon the completion of this series about where Steph ranks and if he's in Kobe territory and all that kind of stuff and he'll he'll be past KD and all of that in the meantime though um Andrew Wiggins is a big beneficiary of that you see that the spacing on the floor allows for him he's active obviously and gets to the rim and on several of several occasions during the series just basically plays volleyball with himself in the glass until he finishes at the basket so he's getting a lot of points 
um, as the result of the spacing, obviously athletic and can get to the rim uh, with the ball in his hands um, if need be, and is knocking down those three. So I am going to take the Celtics because that's the un- undercovered part of game four is while Steph was doing his thing, the Celts just collectively went silent. I don't think that happens again. Well, they missed so. two pointers like nobody's business, right? right. They missed like <laughs> not the wide open threes, but the the easier shots, the, the it, uncontested. Right. The, the, it could be 3-1 right footers. now, in yeah. other words, if the Celts had made some, some relatively yeah. easy baskets for pro basketball players. But my pick of the day is Tatum over 27 and a half. I don't think he repeats that dud of a performance. I think he feels challenged and will rise to the occasion as he has in the past on the road in these playoffs. And Wiggins um, over 17 and a half. If you parlay those two, same game parlay those two, pay out is plus 251. I like that. I had Wiggins over, I think it was 16 and a half the other day. Now they're making it 17 and a half. That's good. Tatum, I think, uh, has a big game uh in a warriors win but i think that you're right that uh, tatum has a steps up there all right martin what do you like for tonight well first of all i, I i'm not crazy so i'm definitely playing the uh the sal fair and balanced yeah. both sides special there's do no it. doubt about it so no that's but, fox you just went fair and balanced i think well I <laughs> anyway picked, i know i did that want. because he's i did that though because he's definitely picking a side here he liked the warriors he so he's attempting to give the fair and balance he's still putting creeds on both sides but he's thinking the warriors are gonna win he's definitely picked a side there that's well i, I like the celtics in seven so i think it's home home and then fair celtics when the uh, celtics win you know what, I, I, you know what enough i'm not gonna sit here and disparage you for hitting winning bets that's what i'm not gonna Thank do you. i'm sorry Thank about you. that so i take I it back i appreciate that um I am going to obviously play that, but I think my play for this game is going to be a same game parlay as well. Like Dave said, I'm going to take Wiggins too to score 15 or more points. You know, mm. that little special to score 15 or more, 20 or more, whatever. Yep. I'm not going to mess with the, the final number. It's to score 15 or more points for Wiggins, parlay that with the Golden State money line. That pays out at a nice even plus 110. All right. Yeah, take it. That should be a good game. Yeah, Wiggins, you're getting a little break on the points there, and you're uh, shaving off the Warriors uh, minus four there to get that even. It's a little insurance. It's a little insurance. I do like that. Uh, Yes, do it all on FanDuel. NBA Finals coming down the wire. Don't miss your chance to score big on FanDuel Sportsbook throughout the NBA Finals. FanDuel is giving new customers $200 in free bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Bet the money line, point spreads, player props, and so much more. Plus, you can combine your bets for an even bigger payday with the same game parlay. Sheck showed you how to do it. Martin just showed you how to do it. Just sign up. Promo code extra points. If you haven't tried FanDuel, now's the perfect time to give it a shot. Because the only thing sweeter than watching the finals is cashing in on all the action. Join today with promo code extra points. Turn a $5 bet into $200 and free bets, win or lose. Make every game feel like game seven. FanDuel Sportsbook. FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. So our plays of the day, Sheck says Tatum over 27 and a half and Wiggins over 17 and a half. Combine that for plus 251. Martin's got a same game parlay with Wiggins over 15 or 15 or more, I should say. And the Warriors win at plus 110. I'll throw a baseball play in there. Tigers, Martin's Tigers aren't terrible. Five and five last 10. I don't know if you've been watching. White Sox dropped the last two. Kopech was yanked after 13 pitches. He should be shelved with, uh, with an injury for a little bit. LaRusse is a lunatic. The Tigers are going to beat the White Sox. I think the White Sox spiral a bit. Lance Lynn comes back. This is his return from the uh, injured list. Tigers batting, nothing to write home about. But White Sox also 25th in baseball with an on-base pair percentage less than 300 Roni Garcia just just fine 
Gave up uh, four hits and five and two-thirds against the Yankees last Sunday, which is basically a perfect game versus that lineup. I'll take the plus money. Tigers plus 110. That is my play of the, ga- uh, the day. Let's take a quick break, and then we'll talk about Eddie Spaghetti's Rangers. All right, we're back. Sorry, Spaghetti. It's over. It was it was fun. It really was fun while it lasted. Having the Rangers in our lives, the Penguins. <laughs> it's, I'm it wondering was, who, it's so who was fun for exactly you, <laughs> I'm fun, guessing, right, Sal? Me. Uh, Rangers lose to Tampa Bay. They were up 2-0 in games. They're up 2-0 in game three. Spaghetti, I'm sorry. They they tied the game at one. You were very excited. And then that goal, what was that, Stamkos' second goal, which sucked. I have to say, Shaq, I, I, maybe I'm in the minority here, but I know people love playoff hockey, and I do. And if you're on the side of nothing in sports compares emotionally, you also have to acknowledge when a shit goal decides one of these great games. And it was off his leg, and he didn't mean to kick it off. It was off his pants. And uh, that's it. So that's it. The Rangers are out. Right, Shaq? I mean, it's not a good goal. Oh, I, I agree. And in fact... I don't know even what you exactly call goalie interfere. I mean, I, that would be the call, obviously. And I'm surprised that uh, that Gerard Gallant didn't challenge that one. Mm. He's proven himself down the stretch here to be a master tactician sitting Capo Caco. Sweet Jesus. Wow, that, that's the big fallout in New York City. I yeah. can't wait to hear spaghetti, spaghetti thoughts on that decision. But um, weird they didn't challenge it. At least I don't think they overturn it. But, yeah, I, I hear your noise. It was unsatisfying. So, but – the the takeaway, if you just look at the box score, it celebrates exactly what I love to celebrate is like Steven Stamkos, the face of that franchise, scores two in the game where to get him to the final once again. That was cool. Um, the quality of the goal itself was not. I hear you. Spaghetti, what did you well, why don't they challenge it? Why it's not like there are 30 goals scored in hockey. Challenge every goal. Like shouldn't shouldn't it just be automatically? Like a touchdown's automatically reviewed? Well, in regards to, I mean, just again, it's just been a problem throughout these playoffs and just recent NHL play is that no one really knows what goalie interference is. So this is just another example of that. Did you think it was though, Spaghetti? I, I have, I did not see the goal. I did not watch the game. <laughs> He's not watching. I'm not making this up. Like, Check, I'm telling you. Watch Check, we're at the bar Thursday night, right? We're watching the game. They're down. Uh, they're down a goal with a minute 50 left. He's looking at his phone. He wouldn't watch the last minute 50, but also wouldn't leave the bar. He was just looking down. I think he feels like if he's, he's protesting, it didn't happen if he didn't watch it. Is there a little bit of that spaghetti? Well, in that scenario, I was just getting my uh, my Uber home and I was seeing all the angry text messages <laughs> from my 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 friends and family. But like I, I said, the minute, uh, you know, obviously, once they lost game three, I said I felt that something shifted. I didn't feel the same energy, something that I did. I never felt like it was over versus the Penguins or the Hurricanes. And, and it's just something happened in that game three versus Tampa where. They just it just changed. And I am um, I don't know, I guess I have a bit of a, a sorcerer's mind and I could I had a premonition that I knew they were mm. going to lose. And I just felt I felt terrible about wow. it. So I just didn't want to be bothered with that game. I knew they were going to lose down in Tampa and I did not watch a single thing. I turned my phone off for <laughs> like most of the most of the action. Um, I haven't even checked Twitter. I have not done my usual reading uh, about. Well, so we're breaking the news. You didn't even know they lost. We're breaking the news to you. This is <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> no tough idea. weekend in hindsight, Spaghetti. <laughs> I got to tell you, I saw Spaghetti on Friday and I told him I, yeah. I've, I've watched five playoff hockey games this, this year. All yeah. of them were Rangers games and all of them the Rangers lost. So that was your fault. So I apologize to him. 
for being you the absolute. Stare, well, you got to stare at your phone and, more. Like, and I will it. say yeah. that if, if people are going to come at me and say I'm not a fan, whatever, it's just like I, I think it's the opposite. Actually, that I can't I can't even stomach watching them lose. No, where I agree. It's like, and it, it's just sad for me. If anything, like I would have loved to celebrate a win with my dad. Like he was lucky enough to see one. And I just feel like I'm never going to see this damn team win. They've had one cup uh, since like 1940. That's even like mattered, and it's just uh, it's sickening. No, you're I don't care fan. if the Yankees go undefeated the rest of the way. I just it oh. just it, sports just like do not matter to me anymore. It's very, it's very disappointing. <laughs> I'm not, I would not question your fandom at all. You're a fan. You're a mental case first, but you're a fan yes. second, I think. Yeah. But check, he wouldn't look up from his phone because there was like a scuffle at the end of the game. It was like six players fighting. I'm like, Oh my God, look at that. He would not look up. Like just like, there's still time left. Wouldn't do it. Uh, I, yeah, I, I hear you. It, I, you know, I don't know. Roller coaster of mode. I keep saying, uh, right. the duality of man and uh, apocalypse now. And, uh-huh. uh, sometimes like you got to quote, uh, what's that uh, actor? Is that another character actor uh, that, that he's like, so, and sometimes good does not, good does not always win. Right? You know? <laughs> so that's, that's the emotional spiritual torment of spaghetti. Uh, by the way, did Steven Stamkos turn the lights out on Lafreniere? Did you see that spaghetti? I think he like they he oh. slugged him and he went wobbly for a second there. And he and he's kind of a rugged forward. He's one of their young guns, is Lafreniere. But he's you know he's not high flying, high I mean high skill guy. But he but he's more defined by straight mm-hmm. ahead power goal scoring. Capo Caco is also supposed to be that. But that's the big takeaway if you want to get a little in the weeds here on on hockey is. That they sat down, a guy, you know, high pick, you know, bright future and all of that. And Galat sees that opportunity as the as the one. I'm going to sit this kid down here. What the hell, Spaghetti? Uh, just from the little that I've read and seen just from my my friends saying stuff. I mean, he's getting slammed for that because obviously the, the gamble was to play Ryan Strom, who was injured, couldn't even finish the game. So mm-hmm. um, to, to bench a guy like that who is a restricted free agent coming up obviously you want to keep him in new york for as long as possible he tried to do some damage control today saying that he you know he does believe he's going to be a top six forward but um a guy that was so strong on the puck uh, i don't get why you would sit him because he he was not the reason why the rangers lost if anything ryan strome was the reason the rangers lost and they decided to play an injured ryan strome so just that was the one really big coaching gaffe. Made I, I want to say it here and now I'll, I'll start singing songs again. I used to sing songs about Tamu and Chichu on and on. I will <laughs> open up the, uh, the song book and create a whole new volume of songs about Capo Caco. If, if he wants to come over and wear black and gold because yeah. Capo not, I mean the name Capo Caco alone, but his style of play. Mm-hmm. And if I were Capo Caco, I would, my, my uh, announcement today would be like, I agree with Ger- Gerard Gallant. I should be a top six forward, just not on the Rangers because I'm done playing here. Don't even try to sign me because I'm done. You sat me in that spot? Screw you, would be my answer. He seemed at least during the – I saw one clip of him being asked like during the game about – and he was pretty unapologetic. He was just like, no, I'm not talking about that right now. He's yeah. just like, no, I just did it because, you know, this is, he said nope, but the energy was like, no, I did it. And why would you even ask me such a dumb question? Right, yeah. Well, I do want to again. I'm I'm sad. Content wise, it's great when the Rangers are around. It was it was the best when the Rangers played the Penguins. Shaq, you could you could be coy if you want. You're happy the Rangers are out of there. You're you're done with this team. Now, I do want to. 
Go ahead. I make no, I make no, I make no bones about the yeah. fact that I never want ultimately to see the team that beats my no, team. No, I know, but you like, oh, my eyes. Yeah, I never want six, them to win. Original six team wouldn't be bad. I, I know you would, you would bad, but anyway, I no, I get it. But I do want I, to say, but I don't. I really don't know any Lightning fans, and I do know Rangers fans. So yeah. I, so of course, and I like the more dedicated fan base. Obviously, the Rangers died in the wool. I love seeing Spaghetti's pal, who's become a pal of mine too, Joey C, making the journey down there. That's cool stuff so i'd All like right. to see those people All right, one now, more one rangers more fan argument. who turned the lightning how about that rangers fan who turned the light the, the lights I, out on that i guy? think that spaghetti gross. knows somebody who knows that guy right what are you telling us that oh the um yeah one of my closest friends went to uh, elementary school with this guy i mean he's not been in touch with him in a large amount of years but the name when he saw the name he was like yeah i was in k through five with that kid and he's banned now. This is a guy who walking out from game five, knocked out a lightning, uh, just turned around and cold cocked him and, and he was out and the video went viral. He's banned now from MSG and any Ranger. First of all, I don't know how this is enforced, honestly. You put a ball cap on and everybody looks the same. So I don't know how, I don't know how they're like, yeah. Sal knows what he's talking about. I love to mention it every time. Sal's yeah. banned from Super Bowl media. Days I am. <laughs> for, for dressing as John Jimmy Casey. Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel was once banned from Monday Night Football uh, <laughs> broadcast boost for the rest of his life. I think he's violated his right. parole, though. All right, yeah, it might it might be harder for for Jimmy to wear the mustache and the fake glasses uh, to get back in the Monday Night Football booth. But uh, one more argument, conservatively, Shaq, how many questionable hits did Jacob Truba deliver in these playoffs? And then I want to ask Spaghetti how many he thought were illegal. Conservatively, seven. That sounds about right. Yeah, okay. six, seven. If, if I have to come up with a, a, a definite number, five okay. to seven, somewhere in that range. All right. Spaghetti, how many of those were illegal? Well, well I mean, technically zero. Because I was going to say they weren't penalized. That's so, what, that's your, so no, that's no, accurate. The answer is zero. I love it. <laughs> I, I'll be honest, though, about the one. I'm glad that hit that. <laughs> it's uh, not I believe, zero. I believe it was Palat that Palat ducked from. I'm glad... He didn't connect with that because then I think Pittsburgh would have erupted. Like it really would have been crazy. To oh, see I wish he would have. But I'm glad he missed that one. But but yeah. seriously, but like but like you know the Crosby hit again. Like that that to me is a hockey play. Uh, he's had a, a, two other ones that were just they were just bad timing. I mean the guy plays with an edge. Like I'm not hiding from that fact. He likes to hit, and he was an effective player early on in the playoffs with hitting and with blocking shots. He was but none were illegal. He was a plus. Illegal. He was yeah. a plus 30 something on the regular season being a defensive on the ice. Like he's sure. a really good player. So it's like, I'm not, I don't think he has to resort to that. Like, yes, I, sometimes if you're a guy that hits, it crosses the line, but that's the kind of player that it's a dying breed in the current day NHL, which I'm all in favor for those kind of players. So I'm, I'm always going to have true guys Shaq. like him, his back. He's Shaq. not like Tom Wilson. It's a way different player. All right. Why? Still, still zeros seems low because Tom Wilson <laughs> brings something to the table. Oh, he's a goal scorer. I if you if you put those guys on the market to test that, I'd be interested. If you, if you could pull people who are you know the GMs, you can choose one: Tom Wilson or Jacob Truba. Which one do you want on your team? It wouldn't I'd be close. You, it would not be close. You think you think most people would? You think most hockey GMs would rather have Truba? Over a third, Tom a, a borderline third, fourth line like a winger who's just going to take a bunch of penalty minutes versus a, a defenseman who could be a top pairing. Who's a oh, plus Tom Wilson plays. Please. Tom Wilson shifts top line. He's top six for, for the Caps. Not Meatballs is not creating offense. Meatballs, jump in here, break the tie. Wilson or Truba? Uh, I take Wilson. There you go. And how many, how many, how many hits were illegal? I don't want either, but it, it, you know, 
I do side with Daddy. I don't think any of the hits were. <laughs> well, you understand refs miss calls. So you can't just be like, oh, he wasn't penalized, but so zero. All right. All right. All right, check. So that's it. No more Truba. I don't know. I don't know. So let's pick this series. I'm going lightning. Uh, Meatballs and I have the lightning to, I have 11 to one. I picked them before the playoffs started. I think the Bruins were my team preseason, but the abs are minus 180 plus 155. If you like the lightning, I think it's too much time off. It's going to have been, it'll have been eight days. Um, you know, they dropped the puck Wednesday for game one. It's in Colorado. I think the lightning could steal it. I think we're going to see, does the goalie disparity, and this is a big one, right, for finals, like, is this a big enough advantage to get the underdog uh, another cup? I think the Avs could lose game one at home because they've been off so long, and then it's a huge advantage. It's Kucherov and Stamkos. They they kind of, you know, they rise to the occasion, and I like them in uh, game one at plus 136, and I like the Lightning for the series. What about you, Check? I, I, your logic is sound there. Game ones are weird because of, you know, like you say, the disparity of the time off mm-hmm. there. Um, I did see, I, you know, it's funny how after the fact, like 2020 hindsight is applied here. And uh, the case in advance of the Rangers lightning series was that uh, the lightning are old. I was one of the people like they're, they're going to be worn out, but maybe this rest is good for them. But then the Rangers win the first two. And then, well, that that's canceled. Then right. I saw some stuff after the fact that, you know what? That rest ultimately did benefit Tampa Bay because they were able to have relatively fresh legs late in that series. I don't know yeah, what, whether any of that matters. I'm taking the Avs to win the series. It's what I want to see happen. All They're right. the better team at this point. Major question, major disparity between the goaltenders. Obviously, this is the biggest factor in the series, bar none. And no, and a slightly smaller one um, is Nazim Kadri, which is, you know, like Spaghetti talks about, a certain style of player. Um, you know, mm-hmm. he's a sandpaper type of guy who who also scores goals for for the Avs, and presumably he's out for the entirety of this series. That's not a small matter right. against a gritty bunch like the Lightning, but I'm going to take the Avs. Uh, Spaghetti, what do you say? And then we'll get meatballs, and then we'll get Martin. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll probably just still side with with Avalanche because I mean the, the the Rangers did prove that Vasilevsky could be beat. I, I mean the, obviously the Avs are rested up and uh, the Kadri injury is pretty massive, but I think they still have enough firepower to, to overcome that. Uh, I think the Lightning kind of just got the Rangers were just terrible five and five, and there's just no way the Avalanche will be that bad five on five. And I think the Rangers did deal with a large amount of injuries uh, and just some questionable lineup decisions. And the, the Avalanche right now, to, you know, from everything I've read, they're pretty much good to go and they are a very good five and five team. So I think that's going to be a way big difference in, in this series versus the last one with the Lightning. So they're going to be in for it. But I think it, it still could go six or seven games. All right. I mean, he is as hot as can be, right? For a playoff goal, he's given up three goals and in the last three games and a couple of them came towards the end there. So yeah, it's going to be tough. Uh, all right. Meatballs. We have, first of all, meatballs, you hedging. I don't even know what odds you got this at. Uh, I, I have two tickets on them. I have them at, I think 18 to one and then 11 wow. to one. Nice. Um, so I'm sticking with the lightning here. Yeah. I think they can play, they can play the avalanche style if they have to. And they, you know, hopefully they force the avalanche to play their style, which will benefit them. So I, I'm going to keep going with them. All right. Martin, you're buying that. Oh, yeah, I buy anything that Meatball says when it comes to <laughs> hockey because I tell you, I placed five futures at the start of this season. All Meatball said, three of them hit. And I listened to, <laughs> I got the lightning from the beginning of the Stanley Cup playoff from listening to you guys. Oh, look so, at that. Are you going to hedge? 
Uh, why would I? No, let's not hedge. Let's keep no, it I'm all I'm not going. hedging anything. I'm not hedging anything. Nah, screw why. that. Dude, I, we I, we I don't want them winning three in a row. That stinks. No one wants <laughs> Tampa Bay to be the I dynasty of I can't watch any the... more of it because every single game that I've watched, I rooted for the Rangers. I was going for the Rangers and every one of them wanted to win. Don't watch, Martin. Side, and I mushed all of them. So don't I'm not watching any watch. of them I want to win this money. Look at your phone like spaghetti. Don't watch these. Good things will happen for us. I do want to say, Sheck, someone asked what is Sheck's fruit of choice on his birthday as we sign off here did you did you get to eat a fruit did we you, did eat uh, fruit yeah. watermelon was uh, the choice it's nice. you know it's 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 the fruit of summertime i think it's we can there. all agree yeah right? we, we got a good one the other day we bought a nice big I had one a cosmic crisp apple yesterday you did they never oh, yeah. are bad but hey. the envy is a 12 month a year uh proposition it's always delicious can i can hey. i say this I, 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 I was stuck in the airport i was stuck in o'hare and you know like you're i'm in the food court and i'm like oh i gotta spend 30 dollars on something that's really worth like three dollars and 50 cents so i go to the smoothie but that airport's insane obviously you know you guys know mm-hmm. uh so i go to the shortest line which is like the smoothie line and I'm like, oh, yeah, all right, good. That's good. I'll get two. Me, one for me and one for the wife. The kids are all set with McDonald's or whatever. Um, I'll get one for me and one for the wife. This, this smoothie has blueberry, pineapple, uh, apples. Oh, they're adding honey. That's good. That'll be good. That, all right, this one has pineapple, peach. Like I, I get a, a variety, two each. Smoothies should taste much better than they do, is my conclusion. Smoothies Here's, taste he- worse than, smoothies taste like medicine. And they're not, they're not sweet enough, right? Anytime you, it seems like they should be much better than they are. They have all the ingredients that you like. And then you taste and it's just like tart and you get like three sips and you're like, all right, am I going to finish this? Am I in the minority here? I don't know. No, here's, here, here's, uh, here's the enemy of a good smoothie. And you know, it's the ongoing paradox of the, the greatest fruit of them all, the apple. It's mm-hmm. only best in its pure state. You start mashing it up into sauce or baking right. it into a pie, fat. It's the Good apple take, juice. Dave. More Good and take. more people put a- apple juice into smoothies, and it spoils the whole no, thing. No, right. It's, I it, like pineapple juice or orange juice. Those are the two smoothies I got. Pineapple juice, okay. orange juice. Oh, and really? Then the, and then mm. the actual fruit, and it's still tart and not sweet. I don't know. Smoothies need to be better. They can be yeah. better, and they, and they need to be. This is ridiculous. I banged a smoothie Saturday morning on the way down. I went to a basketball tournament, and? pulled up, got a nice smoothie, 28 ounces. It was great. You it liked was it? Good. But really? you know what? I don't really go too much of the... If I go smoothie, I'm going to go either like banana and peanut butter mix kind of deal or go greens. I stay away from the like the fruity, the fruity, fruity. But it should be the best thing we taste every day. It should be a fruity. What, uh, fruity, a smoothie. Why isn't it better? A banana. Better. The... the Iron three that you should always ride with are the strawberry, the blueberry, and uh, the banana. I sure. don't love a banana, but when you make that's that's the mush you want. So it well, gets that nice creamy of the uh, of the apple. Apple, right, right, yes. right, right. That's an because I can I can handle a banana cream pie. Well, here's you're the not, thing: it's the sweetest. I think it's the sweetest of the fruits of the main fruits at least. So that should lend itself nicely to a smoothie. And the problem I see with them that they're all too tart to to get. Maybe than, you know what? Yeah. You know what? Here's my recommendation. Skip the orange juice next time. Try that. Let's what kind of juice? Goes. What is it then? What juice? Banana. Banana will get, get will, will Banana give you juice? what you want. No, you got to get some kind of liquid in it there. It doesn't have, that. no, maybe that's what, may, some, see, maybe that's all, the Dave. assumption you're making that's wrong. Maybe you don't need any juice Well, then I it. think it's too thick. Then well, I'm just uh, trying to make. Some, uh, so I'll try, try uh, almond milk. 
or what are you? Uh, okay. What is this? Okay, Why? okay, milk. That's right. I'm, I'm, I'm the, I, that's hey. That's all I've never. I don't put orange juice, none of that juice in my. If I make a smoothie at the crib, it's one thousand percent gonna be gonna be irrigated with almond milk. All right, and I'll, that's the I'll way I smart. Just all the fruits and just enough milk so I can get it to spin. It doesn't seem like that's how. I guess. All right. Well, you're the one complaining about how bad your smoothies are. No, I got to help you, Salad. If you don't want to be helped, then what? I mean, what are we you're supposed right. to do? You you ask a question, you're we right. provide a solution, okay. and then you and you say not good enough. Well, I just, I mean, it's like, yeah, add barbecue sauce. Like, I don't think milk has any business in a in a in a smoothie. But I guess uh, anything can no, make it taste better. Arguing I mean. like members of Congress right now. I'm telling you, milk <laughs> belongs in your smoothies. Barbecue yeah. sauce also it belongs in the fridge, but not in a smoothie. Congress is out of session. They would never take this long to debate anything. All right, Martin Weiss, lemon pepper parlay. It's him. Boy, this could be the last one for a while, right? Martin and Mark Gunnels, just a kid from be. Kansas City. There you go. They're going to take over. Uh, so you'll go Wednesday. You'll talk about game six, right? You'll have props, you'll have breakdown, and so much more. There's yep. that. And then you have, oh, minus three. Check. You're starting it up Wednesday. You're We're doing that. it Wednesday. Yeah. Thank you, uh, Sal, for uh, the day's <laughs> grace while we celebrate an arrowhead. Um, I do a, a weird, funny um, uh, coincidence is that Kevin Hench, the, the Boston sports fan, tells a great story about hoping his little girl Sophie doesn't arrive while that. the Red Sox are playing a playoff game and two days later we have another Boston fan Coleon who ended up on Friday night hoping his baby didn't arrive until after the Celtics game and uh and so congratulations on oh, uh, nice. the new one yeah, and he's uh, and uh, and did that work behest. out for him? Other than that, they lost. Like, well, because of the weird, like the length of time they had to spend in the in the delivery room. I'm happy to announce I got in his ear about it, and he has named her Time Lordis. So oh wow! That's, yeah, oh, I that's thought that smart. was a a fitting thing. So that's smart. Okay, good. So there you go. Minus three lemon pepper parlay. We'll have against all odds. We'll go over the hockey, the basketball. So much to talk about, right? On all your extra points favorite podcast rate review subscribe and in the meantime i want to remind everyone you may feel like underdogs but please remember you're all my favorites